it's not always easy to welcome and embrace change. We resist and despise change because change requires us to step out of our comfort zone. Change rattles our cage. Change stretches us beyond our limits. So it's uncomfortable. It's unpredictable. It's uncertain. And it's inconvenient. And I guess the biggest reason for why we resist change with a passion is because it means a loss of control. But if you're serious about coming into the new year feeling like you hit the ground running, you have to learn how to move through life's changes with much more grace and ease. Otherwise, you won't be ready for the next level. You're listening to Shift Happens Every Day podcast episode number 5. Picking up where we left off last week, we're continuing on with part 4 of the 4-point plan for starting the new year strong. If each one of us is a work in progress, and we're constantly being quote-unquote worked on by our master creator, then that means every day we are growing. Every day we are evolving. Every day we are expanding. And so that also means that where we are standing right now in life may not provide sufficient space to allow for that expansion. And so what do we do? We shift. You may not have realized this yet, but you shift every day. We shift positions. We shift gears. We shift directions. We shift perspectives. This is just a natural and beautiful part of life. Hi, this is Myla Saavedra. My weekly podcast, Shift Happens Every Day, is all about finding just the right tiny adjustments we can make every single day to make room for these shifts in life without being overwhelmed or shocked, and most importantly, without the need to be perfect. I invite you to subscribe to my brand new podcast show, Shift Happens Every Day. Episodes will be released once every week. So come as you are, bring your favorite cup of joe, and let's get ready to make a big shift. Hey there, it's Myla Saavedra and welcome to another episode of Shift Happens Every Day. We are now on the final installment of our four-part mini-series, which we started three weeks ago. This is the four-point plan for starting the new year strong. Last week, we talked about making space for what you're asking to receive, and we've established that in addition to your decision to let go of certain things in your life that are not serving you well anymore, you need to also make a conscious choice to make room for the things that you are hoping to receive because they are not the same thing. If you missed that episode, simply go to the main menu of this podcast show, whatever platform you're listening on right now, and click on the link to episode 4. But if you already listened to that episode, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found a ton of value from it and that it motivated you to take action so that you are ready to receive whatever it is that you're hoping to receive or achieve this year. So just a quick review of what the four points of our game plan are. Point number one, be grateful for everything you received last year. Point number two, let go of everything that's weighing you down. Point number three, make space for what you're asking to receive. And point number four, welcome change with grace and ease. So now let's talk about the final point. Point number four, welcome change with grace and ease. When we were kids, all we wanted to do was to play, right? 
play, 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 all day long. And rightfully so. Playtime is fun. Playtime is when we laugh the most. Playtime is when we get to meet and make new friends. Playtime is when we get to discover fascinating things. Playtime brings with it that sense of adventure and wonder. And play is so easy. No real work involved. No experience required. There's no real sense of responsibility because when we play, it's just make-believe. When we play, we're just in it for the fun of it. We're just there to have fun. We get to live in our fantasy world. Think of Monopoly, where you get to acquire properties and build hotels by simply rolling the dice. And there's no real risk involved because you're not using real money. And going to jail is considered a good strategy with no serious consequences other than losing a couple of turns and not being able to collect rent money. (laughs) And then we grew older and we transitioned from play to play it safe. Suddenly, life has become a never-ending quest for security and safety. We resist and despise change because change requires us to step out of our comfort zone. Change rattles our cage. Change stretches us beyond our limits. So it's uncomfortable. It's unpredictable. It's uncertain. And it's inconvenient. We're often afraid of what we don't understand. And that's exactly what change often brings with it. The unfamiliar. But the biggest reason for why we resist change with a passion is because it means a loss of control. And when we feel like we're losing control, it's natural to respond in fear or resistance or defiance. We get into that fight or flight mode. Either we fight against it or we run away from it as fast as we possibly can. Now, change can mean different things to different people, depending on one's mindset and general outlook in life. For some people, change can mean the end of something good, while for others, it could mean the exact opposite, the beginning of something better. For example, if the change you're dealing with is a loss of a job because you were let go, it could trigger fear, financial insecurity, and even self-doubt. Or... It could also mean relief, especially if the previous job had been a source of stress in your life. The point is, whenever we have to go through some type of change or transition in life, it's common for anxiety and overwhelm to take over and consume us. But if you're serious about coming into the new year feeling like you hit the ground running, you have to learn how to move through life's changes with much more grace and ease. Otherwise, you won't be ready for the next level. When the bigger blessings and miracles start coming, and they will surely come, you won't be ready for them. And that's how a blessing can turn into a curse, so to speak. Because if you're not ready for a blessing, you will mismanage it. You will abuse it. You will most likely even reject it. And so once again, there will be resistance which will bring you back to square one. And then you will say, well, I tried everything I could, but I was unsuccessful at manifesting success or abundance into my life. I tried meditations, visualizations, affirmations, all of the other Asians you could think of, journaling, etc. Nothing worked. 
when in fact the problem is you and your resistance to change. Keep this in mind. To resist change is to deny the very essence of life. To resist change is to resist your own evolution. Why do I say that to resist change is to deny the very essence of life? Because life is a never-ending cycle of change. We have evidence of life when there is change. And change is always in motion. Life is constantly moving. If something is stagnant, we question if it's even alive. When we check for any signs of life, we look for motion, movement, breathing, heartbeat, pulse. We see proof of life when there's growth. When we plant a seed and it's buried in the ground, we wait until we see the first leaves emerge from the soil. That signals life. So how do you welcome and embrace change with grace and ease? There are four things you need to do. Number one, take away judgment from the equation. And this is what I mean by that. We are often so quick to judge a situation as good or bad, and often our judgment is based solely on how the circumstances directly affect us. For example, a couple who's having a garden wedding prays for a sunny weather one day, while a farmer whose crops are suffering due to drought prays for the rain on the same day. So when the rain comes, the couple will see it as a bad thing, but the farmer will consider it a blessing. But was the rain good or bad? It's neither. It's just rain. The sooner you learn to take away judgment from the equation, from any situation, the sooner you'll be on your way to experiencing abundance and joy. Simply honor and accept every experience for what it is. Nothing more, nothing less. Number two, tap into your inner child and be curious again. Be willing to explore and be open to the many possibilities that this change can bring about. As what we often say, everything happens for a reason. So to be curious is to anticipate that with this change in your life, you will uncover something amazing. To be curious is to be open to learning something new about yourself, about life, about people, about the world around you, and be excited about it. Number three, lose your emotional attachment to outcomes. Along with facing a major change in life comes, naturally, certain expectations of what outcomes this change will bring into your life. How much better life will be now that this change has happened? But then, if that desired outcome doesn't happen, if that expectation is not met, then regrets and blame and more self-doubt will start to kick in. So rather than measuring yourself and your life against your ideal outcome or scenario, measure yourself and your life against where you used to be. If you were expecting to go from A to Z with this new development in your life, but you only in fact went from A to G, rather than feeling like a failure, focus on the fact that you managed to move from A to G. You advanced. The point is, Be progress-focused when you're dealing with change. That whatever the results may be, here now is still better than being stuck back there. And if you realize that you did make a mistake, you can always tweak. 
you can always recalculate and recalibrate. But you won't have the clarity to recalculate your steps if you remain attached to the outcome. You need to learn and train yourself to accept, appreciate, and value things for what they are and not for what they ought to be. So if things don't go exactly as you planned, or they don't bring about the exact results as you have envisioned them in your head, it's all good. It sucks that we were rerouted, but it is what it is. So how do we get to our destination from here? And lastly, number four, you need to lose any and all attachments to your investments. Whether you invested effort, time, energy, or emotion into something or someone, because this attachment is what keeps you stuck. This attachment is what prevents you from moving on and moving forward. This attachment is what holds you back from realizing your true potential for success. You need to stop thinking in terms of, I don't want to change my game plan now because I've already done so much work on the original plan. Or, I prefer not to pivot in my business because I've already invested so much of my time, energy, and money into marketing my products and services. In crochet or crocheting, there's this method of fixing a mistake that's called frogging or ripping back, which basically means you unknot the stitches back to the point where the mistake was. Fix the stitch and then continue crocheting. Sometimes, in order to fix a mistake, whether in business or personal life, you have to be willing to rip back, fix the mistake, and continue on. While no one likes to make mistakes, they are bound to happen. It's a part of life. But if you are too attached to the time and effort you've already invested into the work, then you'll either ignore the mistake and be stuck with it, or you'll just give up on it altogether. I don't know about you, but neither of those two sounds like a winning game plan to me. So again, you need to lose any and all attachments to your investments. As we close out this four-part mini-series, this is what I want you to take away from all of this. Always guard your heart. It's your responsibility. No one else can do this for you. Make sure you maintain a grateful heart at all times, whether things are going great or not so great. And just as you would routinely clear your browsing history or cache on your computer to make sure you're functioning at your optimum level, mentally, emotionally, and physically, make it a routine to clear your cache too by letting go of things and people that do not deserve a space in your life in your heart, and in your mind. And make sure that you give yourself time to heal, recover, recharge, and refresh so you can be ready for the brand new blessings that are coming. And finally, expect that change will happen because it's a part of life. But look at it as yet another adventure. A chance to learn and grow and rediscover who you are as a person who is wiser and who has fought many battles in life and is still here. Your game plan for succeeding this year is simple. It's clear, concise, and straightforward. It's easy to grasp, easy to remember, easy to implement. So 
Once again, your four-point plan for starting the year strong is to be grateful, let go, make space, welcome change. Said in another way, that's gratitude, surrender, faith, change. To borrow a few words from the book of Proverbs, tie these words around your fingers, engrave them in your heart, or wrap them around your forehead. May you find genuine and lasting success this year. I am rooting for you. And once again, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Shift Happens Every Day. I can't wait to connect with you again and explore more ways to shift our mindset for living a more fulfilling life. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care and stay safe. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts and spread the love around by sharing it with your friends and loved ones. I sincerely appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to Shift Happens Every Day. You can access the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.mylasalveda.com forward slash podcast. Please join us again in the next episode of Shift Happens Every Day.